Welcome to episode two of the Awkward Tech Podcast. Today, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but Presley does. So, Presley, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about AI and how it is going to affect the music industry. All right, sounds good. Let's go ahead and dive on into it. All right, and we're back. Presley, take it away. All right. So specifically, um, I mentioned that we're going to be talking about uh, AI, which is a very hot topic right now. How could we not talk about it? Uh, Mm -hmm. But specifically, just to narrow it down, AI in music. So I'm sure some of you have seen, um, but the Beatles are actually releasing a new song. Oh, yeah. I think Zach might have talked uh, about this a little bit on uh, Awkward Tapes podcast, but uh, the surviving members of the Beatles, which I think are just two now, um, are going to officially release a song by the Beatles, and it will be their last one, supposedly. Um, But they're using AI to recreate the voice of um, John Lennon, and... Mm -hmm. Apparently, it sounds like him. I've seen, um, well, have you seen uh, other videos maybe on TikTok or or Instagram where they'll have a song originally done by one artist and then recreate it in the style of another? Yeah, well, I haven't seen that exactly, but it's funny you mentioned that. I literally saw something today kind of similar to this where a guy, he asked um, some chat GPT thing to write a verse in the style of Eminem. And then he used a different AI to recreate the voice. And then he played it live during a show and everyone freaked out because it sounds a lot like him. Wow. That's so crazy. I've been seeing it everywhere. Yeah. And Zach, I think Zach did the same thing. He might have, It was either that song or maybe a different one, but he played us a song and we knew who it was. I, I mm-hmm. think it was, Drake was one of Drake. them. And uh, I, I think The Weeknd was the other artist. Maybe Sounded so. just like him. Mm-hmm. It was creepy, um, but yeah, back to the Beatles specifically. How do how do you uh, how do you feel about that? Because you think uh, there's know. another artist that comes to mind, uh, Juice World, of all people, where apparently they were going to release um, demo music, unreleased music. Hmm. Um, now that he's he he's supposedly dead, some people think he's still alive. But is that the same thing as recreating? Uh, a whole band or half a band that's been gone what do you think i don't know i think part of the whole when you like a band and you like an artist you kind of start to get wrapped up in the person who's actually making the music that's part of the whole point of it and so even if something sounds a lot like someone if you still end up realizing that it's not it kind of takes part of it away because it's just part of music is the whole creativity and the fact that someone made that so even though maybe it sounds like that person it wasn't created by them so that kind of ruins part of the whole experience when you're listening to it but i think it's crazy that it can even sound like these artists and then it can actually be pretty good like pretty good music from what i've seen i've only like seen clips but i think i think the direction i would hope it would go towards it's instead of fully just releasing albums that are just created by AI, instead of doing that, 
utilize it to help you make better songs um, in a way that isn't lazy, that isn't just like you, you know, just having AI do it for you, but try to use it as a tool to help, you know, make your music sound better, but still have the creativity of the artist, you know, influenced in some way. You know what I mean? Well, I think, yeah, I think that's what you should do is have the self-discipline to not rely on it. But I don't think with human yeah, behavior track record that they're going to do that. Yeah. Do you think it could get out of control if everyone starts doing that and make their own music? And I mean, is it just going to be a battle of AI and who can make a better AI song? <laughs> I mean, maybe out of control kind of implies that there was once control to base it off of there's no control yeah. over this ai no. is happening whether you like it or not and it's going to start affecting every aspect of life whether you like it or not um my advice would just be to get on early because it's coming yeah um, yeah that's true it's in pretty much everything that you can think of it's influencing it in a lot of ways um but but a lot of it's good you know a lot of it people are worried be. about all of the the bad things that can happen because of it which is true and it right you know there's some calls for concern but also it can it can just make your whole work life easier no matter what your job is it can it can make your productivity a lot better and even something simple that i've seen <clears throat> a thousand if you're sending like a thousand emails a day and it's so generic and you just have to get a response to someone to basically let them know that you saw it Maybe you throw in something of, you know, a little detail of information. Well, a lot of that, it's just so repetitive. AI is good at just creating those things. So even something as simple as, as that, everyone can start to utilize that. And then that's just a huge time saver. Yeah. You know? That, that would be so cool. Um, using that in your work life. Uh, even if you still have to, which I recommend you still proofread it before sending yeah, the email to make sure it makes sense, but at least you don't have to spend time thinking, okay, how do I make sure I respond to every single point? How do I make sure I don't sound like a jerk? How do mm -hmm. I say this in a professional way? Is everything spelled correctly? You can just read it and be done with it and yeah. send it on and move on to your next thing. Um, as far as, what was your first point about it being in control, out of control? Well, I don't know. I was talking about how as far as like productivity and workflow, it's just going to increase and it's going to be a part of everything outside of oh, that. Yeah. Not too well, much. I, I was going to say like, I think everyone's scared of it. Um, mm -hmm. some of that in my opinion is unnecessary. I don't think we have to be, it, it, like I said, it's going to happen whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. Some of it can be scary, some aspects of it, but then there's aspects that we haven't even thought of that it could help us out and the more i see the more i read mm -hmm. uh posts about it i'm like i did not even think that, that would even be possible but i think from a news media standpoint if you think about mm. the people behind closed doors they want you to be afraid of it because there's no legislation for this yet so they want you to be afraid so you don't use it so that would let's see if they can get you afraid of it in the news and media, then that means that will delay you using it because they're trying to get you to hate it. And if you don't use it, and then that means you don't understand it. If you don't understand it, they can control the narrative. Or you can think about it like this. They want you to use it, so that way they can control what you think. There's that too, because yeah. every company is going to have their own bias, and then they can influence you based off of 
what the AI is telling you. But one of the biggest concerns that I have with AI that I've been thinking about is just think about your news source. People more recently don't want to get too political, but people more recently have been a little bit more skeptical about just news in general and whether or not something is, you know, is legitimate and is real. Even if it comes from a news source that you trust and you believe in, there's stuff that's come out that's like, oh, even though they're considered to be trustworthy, that wasn't entirely true. Well, think about how people just believe everything that they read. AI makes a lot more mistakes than what I could just research for myself, and it will say it very confidently as if it is factual and correct, even though if you actually go do it yourself, you'll realize a lot of the information's wrong. But I'm afraid that people will just do a quick chat GPT or BARD, which is kind of Google's trying to tie it into their search engine and um, Bing, they're starting to tie it into their search engine. That they're just they're just gonna search it up real quick, get an answer and just believe it. I think there were I can't I can't remember who or where, but I think there were some lawyers uh that got disbarred because they had Chat GPT write an entire statement and there was false information. Oh wow. Yeah. So like I said, the yeah. it's pretty easy to predict just the human behavior in that aspect. If there's an easier way to do it with how many people there are, somebody's going to do it. I think that they will use it once they, they being the news and they of higher power, um, Illuminati for all I know, um, <laughs> once they feel like they understand it, then they're probably going to try to use it to control you. But it's so new and it's changing every single day. I mean, you find out yeah. about the news article about uh, it with with music, how it's going to affect music, how it's going to affect yeah. workplace, how it's going to affect uh, job availability. Um, just everybody's afraid of it right now. Nobody feels like they have any control over it, yeah. but once they feel like they have control, they'll probably try to get you to use it. But right now they're going to wait and see if yeah. they can make some rules about this stuff. Yeah. That way they can tie you into that. Well, think about this. When the internet first came out, I mean, think about all the people that were skeptical of it. And that's something that if you think about it, I mean, it didn't come out that long ago. Nope. You know, and it completely changed absolutely everything. And AI, although it may not be as big as the Internet, it could. Well, we know it's going to change a lot, but it's still interesting to see, you know, where that's going to go. And like you said, we don't really know all of the use cases for it. And every day, if I'll see it scrolling through TikTok or something like that, a, a new way that I didn't even think of. You know, I can't remember one off the top of my head, but I'll see stuff and I'm like, huh, I didn't even think AI could be used, you know, in that way. And then you see it used. And then you start thinking about all the other use cases for it, that it could influence mm -hmm. everything and create new jobs. I'm interested to see what kind of jobs could come out of it, too, because yeah, everyone's afraid of the jobs that they're away. losing. But yeah, I mean, somebody's got to maintenance the stuff. It's software. Yeah. yeah and I, I hope take care of itself <laughs> yeah i hope that there'll be plenty of of big companies it, it seems like right now they're all in this giant race like once open ai um came out with their whole chat gpt which actually was a thing years ago but they recently you know within the past year or two they opened it up open source to everyone and then they had 
think they had like version three, but then once three point five came out, it was a significant upgrade. And then now they're Ooh. on ChatGPT four point I think. Um, and so yeah, even now like Google's trying to get on board. Microsoft invested billions and billions of dollars into OpenAI with ChatGPT. Um, so it's cool to see like all these companies that are big for all their different things. They're they all know it's going to be an important part in the future. So they're trying to jump on board early on, so that way they can be you know the dominant one. Because think of Google, they are the number one search engine in the world, hands down. There's not really too much else that is competing with them, and that brings in a ton of money. So all these companies they're going to want to be first or they're going to want to have the best version. So it's cool for us. Cause we just sit back and get the best outcome yeah. of everything. Watch you know? them fight over it. Well, yeah. if you think about it, how much you say it was 4 billion. Oh, I don't know. I'll look it up real quick as you, it's a, it's probably a couple billion, um, but that's going to be nothing compared to the money it's going to make them. So to them, it's an investment because they're smart enough to see that early on this is going to go somewhere. I could see it being as revolutionary as the internet. Yeah, it could easily. This says 1 billion and this says 10 billion. That's the internet for you. So somewhere within the the scale of 1 to 10 billion dollars. Yeah. The fact that it's in the billions is right. nothing to them. They see it as an investment, I'm sure. Yeah. You want to know something that I thought was funny? Um so OpenAI, I, I heard like Elon Musk talk about this. OpenAI, I think they were like a nonprofit at some point. I don't know if this is entirely oh. true, but and then now they are making a lot of money. And he made a joke about how like, what if every company they just started as a nonprofit, <laughs> so they don't make any money, and yeah. then later on they just change. But yeah, yeah, I mean, like he said, off the ground. yeah, it, even even if it's one, even if it's ten. Bing using their tool, their chat tool, which is powered by ChatGPT. They said one billion. I don't know who's right. A lot of this is Golly. saying different stuff. Still but this said that they confirmed ten billion. Either way, still a lot. Yeah. Well, is there anything else as far as the well specifically with music? Do you think mm. there's a ethical issue getting back to my original question do you think there's an ethical issue um i think there might be a difference between to me it's a little disrespectful if you're gonna release music by an artist that never intended to release certain demos or certain songs because that's that's their intellectual property and now that they're dead you're just doing whatever you want with it i think that's different than what the beatles are doing yeah because they're alive down yeah well it's their choice yeah Wow. It's um, yeah. Paul McCartney and Ringo, I believe. Yeah. I'm not a Beatles fan and neither are you. We've been given so much crap yeah. for that. But, um, <laughs> it's, yeah, everyone it's has still, their own opinion, but we're yeah, not that yeah, big of no, a fan, it's, personally. It's still really cool to see. And he's 80. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Um, but just do you, do you think there's an ethical difference there? I think it comes down to the intent of it. In his case, he's intending this to be like a – final release and then be done with it i think it's cool in the case of the beatles because at least they're you know some of them are alive and they are like you know it'd be really cool but for someone are you are you sure about the juice world thing is that a true thing 
I'm if I, not, I let's know. just say I've this heard for that this case. Yeah, for sake of argument, what if it was? Yeah, if it was, I would say no because he's like you said, he's not alive, and you're just kind of well, who's making that money too? <laughs> because mm. are you making money? Because part of the wow factor is he's not alive, but we can make music as if he was alive. So you're kind of just making money off of his death. Yeah. Now, I don't here, think that's well, cool. Here's another, I don't either. Here's another scenario. What if um, you use him like as a feature in a song rather than trying to release a song under his name? Like, What if you just wanted that vibe? Like as a yeah. background or, or a verse or something small, some yeah, small I think, part of it. I think it could be as cool. tribute. Yeah, uh, something like that I think could be cool. But to make a full-on album, make full sales off of everything like that, I think that's a little different. But it is cool, like you're saying, if it was featured in a song or something like that where you can you know, get a snippet of it, of what AI is capable of doing, I think that's really cool. And just yeah. for any artist you know to be able to see like what if you took elvis presley i mean some people think he's alive but if you do you're crazy you know um what if you made music him and he you were able to hear you know a little bit of of what he would make today you know some music of his yeah because that's something you could ask ai i'm trying to think of the wording of that make a make a pop make a song by today's terms and definitions of pop in the pop genre with the voice of Elvis Presley in the style of Elvis Presley, but with a modern take on it. That's mm-hmm. cool. I wouldn't release that song, but that would be cool just to have the technology to see what it would sound like. And maybe that inspires you to do something mm-hmm. else in your own musical career. Um, I, I, I would have to agree with that. I, I think it's, it would be wrong in that case. Um, but you take someone like Freddie Mercury um, who died. I saw on Instagram, a song, is the Imagine Dragons song Believer, and it did an mm. entire verse um, in his voice. And that was just, that was weird. That was crazy to hear. And it sounded good, too. Like, it knew all the, I mean, I, after I listened to it a couple times back-to-back, I could tell, because, like, okay, I don't, I don't think he would have done that musically. But it got most of his um, musical mannerisms if that makes sense. Yeah. And also like what I saw on TikTok of like this guy who's basically just a DJ and he used it to have like a song like that's similar to Eminem. Like that's a really cool use case because it at least you're still being creative with it and you're kind of making it your own even though if you are kind of piggybacking off of someone else's success or whatever. It's kind of different than just if I just went on here, made an album and then released it as, you know, as myself. I don't I don't think that's cool, (laughs) but I I think people are going to start to figure out like what's real and what's not. And then people aren't even going to be interested in it unless it comes from a big, you know, like record label or something like that, you know? Yeah. Well, I think if you know to look for it, it's, it's going to be one of those things. I mean, you think about how long the internet's been out. We all know people who still don't use it or run across people who just started using it. Yeah, we actually care about this, and we're on the the close to the forefront. Well, I wouldn't say at the forefront because we're not Google, we're not Bing, we're not Microsoft, we're not any of these big companies that are like actively trying to understand and, and grow mm-hmm. it. We're but just, it'll influence. I would us. say like, yeah, it'll influence us. But I would say we're more of a 
super user <laughs> as far as that's yeah. concerned. Trying yeah. to find ways to automate daily life. Yeah, all the stuff that I've done too, like I'll I'll be trying to figure out different ways to try to use it and stuff. And I mean, I don't want to just waste a bunch of money. So I'll try to do things that are that are free. But even as far as what I've been doing with, you know, the Aqua Tapes and now Aqua Tech, making TikToks, making things like that, I cannot wait for the day where AI gets to the point to where it's just a <laughs> just as good at editing a TikTok as me or Shmev or who else is making it. If it can get to that point, just think of how much more content that we would be able to make and everyone else would be able to make. And there are tools out there. And of course I tried using them um, because that's just what I do, but they, they kind of failed. You know, they weren't nearly, it just wasn't, it wasn't impressive. Some of the stuff I've seen, it can do it pretty well. Um, but what I've used, it just didn't make sense and it was expensive and it was mm. better if I just made it myself. You know? Yeah. I, I, and you do also those like us actually take the time to try and understand it and then try to use it. And mm-hmm. that's the thing that I think the majority is missing out on is, is if you actually use it, you'll see how much it actually can't do. Yeah. There are some scenarios. It's like, wow, it's able to do that. So it can probably do this too. No, I've asked several um, questions to ChatGPT, and then I'll be like, oh, well, that came after 2021, which is apparently the limit of its knowledge. So like, well, right. it can't tell me anything about this. Which is getting better. I think if you use, um, I think if you, th- there's some like browser plugin that you can use too that makes it more modern, but I don't know if you have to be a subscriber to their like pro thing because they have like mm-hmm. a, a paid version now. Um, oh, and I think I it has, yeah, I think that's how you get chat GPT four and then it can use as a browser plugin and have current information, but Google Bard right now, um, probably lesser known, hasn't been out as long, but it is current and it's free. Mm. It also seems to be making just as many mistakes, if not more mistakes than chat GPT as far as accuracy. But if I want to ask it something that I know is current, like what you're saying, then I'll, I'll go over there because it's free. Um, and then just ask it. But a lot of times I have to, I have to double check it. I'll have mm-hmm. to go on Google and search and, and try to confirm that it's not making something up. Cause well, it, it will. still takes a, it will. And it'll say it very confidently. Yeah. Um, so as far as like how you've used it, how, how do you use it? Who are the different players that you use? You mentioned chat GPT, Google Bard. Are there any more? I know Bing has a chat GPT integration. Right. How do you use it? What are some things that you've thought of? Like, do you have it on your phone, your laptop? Is it limited? Well, what I've done so far is I've used chat GPT probably the most and then Bard, um, a decent amount. Um, like I said, more for current information and then the Bing thing, it's chat GPT too, but it's mixed into, into the search engine, which is cool. Um, now Google, they came out with something that's called generative AI. Um, and if you, you can join a wait list and I think I waited like a week and it now will kind of do something very similar to Bing, 
where if I search something, I'll get the Google search, but I'll also get the AI generated version, which can be really useful. Um, and as cool. it gets better, um, like once I was asking a question about like DoorDash and if I asked it some question, if you're using a gift card, can you use it if you're doing, you know, d different things like what all can it be used for? And I was Googling just really specific questions like that where Google has a hard time giving you just a straightforward answer because there's not like mm -hmm. a website that's just only for that purpose. It's only stated one thing, right? Well, this does a good job of trying to find all of the different websites that are out there and give you some specific information. So I've used that and it seemed to be pretty good. Um, ChatGPT has an app that came out probably about a month ago, their own official app, not a rebranding of it. And it's really good. It's really clean, simple, easy to use. Um, but really I haven't used it as much as I've wanted to like just AI in general. I've tried to get it to do more and more, but it, it does have its limitations right now. And like I said, the biggest thing for me is going to be helping me with video editing, content creation stuff. Once it gets to the point to where it can be good at doing that, then I'll use AI a lot more. But until then, it's just going to be a replacement or an addition to search. It's not going to be something that I can just use nonstop for everything. Right. I'll try to find things in my daily life, like at work. Uh, if I run into yeah. an issue, I'll be like, well, I wonder if I could automate that. And I'll do a quick um, input into chat GPT. Maybe I should try Bard since that's more relevant um, as far as relevant, more current technology. Current, yeah. That would probably be more beneficial. Um, but I'll be so proud of myself for thinking to use it. And then I'll go to use it and it doesn't give me anything of what I wanted to know. Yeah, then at that close point. what I really wanted to hear. Yeah, at that like, point, man, I just wasted my time. I could have done a Google search, right? Look through some articles, find one that's actually relevant, rather than just looking at keywords and giving me a list of articles with keywords. Mm -hmm. Like, say, like there's um, a pro a computer program I'm thinking about in particular um, that's more old school and it's not as visually helpful. Like the user interface is not very helpful or beneficial, and I'll like, there's no great user manual for it either. We just kind of have to figure it out. So I'll ask it that, and this technology's been around a while. Like I said, it's older. There's no graphical user interface, um, mm. and it can't do it. Or it, or it uh, will, but it, it'll say, of this version of this software. And I was like, well, since 2021, it's probably been updated at least two or three times, so some things have moved around, so the instructions aren't quite right. But mm -hmm. the terminology is correct, and it'll say it very confidently. So I'll be like, are you just making this up? Or is this actual information I can use? And then I'll go to use it and be disappointed. Yeah. The, a good example of this, too, I heard um, Peter Atia talk on Joe Rogan's podcast. And he is an F1 fan like me. We both watch F1. And he asked it what was so important about the 2021 um, – Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, I think. That was the final race of the season, and it was tied between Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton, and everything came down to the last race. They were tied in points, and he was asking it what was the significance of this particular race. 
and obviously he knew the answer, but he wanted to see if it knew, and it completely got it wrong. It messed really? every, all all the details of it completely wrong. And then it was, it was even saying that Lewis Hamilton had won. I mean, it completely did a one eighty, but it said it as if it was factual, Man. and it was just dead wrong. <laughs> That's you know, crazy. it's not what happened at all. So, yeah, you got to be careful with it. And like I said earlier, I'm a little concerned with people that if they want to know something something in the news they'll just look it up and then they'll see oh well ai says blank and so they'll, they'll just give take it too it. much credit they'll give it too much credit i mean i don't even do that with google search if i see one website i don't believe it and then i'll search another and another and i still don't believe it you know i can mm-hmm. see 10 different things that all say the same thing but even with google they've gotten criticisms for what they push you know forward and and leave behind certain articles that are critical of certain aspects of different things. So I don't trust anything. So I, I got to look everywhere if it's really important to try to find information. If it's something simple, though, still I think people could just easily be misled by just the convenience mm-hmm. of AI and how it's just going to be a part of search and it's going to be better. And then people yeah. may not get, uh, they might be a little less skeptical of things and just go with it right it'll actually give you useful information it'll do what you're doing right now whereas if you Mm -hmm. do a a google search as it sits right now it'll show you things that are like it'll word search basically and then try to match it and then that's why you have to go back and reword it so many times Um, it's basically doing that for you to try and find something that's relevant so but as far as laziness and all that it's it's going to come down to whoever's going to use it the most uh diligently yeah. Well, we're about out of time um, before Zoom is going to kick us off of here, so I better uh, better wrap it up. Do you have any closing remarks or thoughts? No, just uh, don't be afraid of it. It's here whether you like it or not. Uh, just make sure you use it diligently and not maliciously. Just don't be lazy yeah. with it. It's a great tool to have. Yep, you got to jump on board because it's going to be just like the Internet. People are going to be skeptical. They're not going to want to use it. People didn't want to use computers. Now everyone uses computers. People didn't like the internet. Now the internet's around. It, All the big companies are going after it. So whether you like it or not, it's going to be a part of it. And I think, I think it's something to be excited about because overall it can make a lot of use cases a lot better. So there's our thoughts on AI and uh, how it affects music. Um, but yeah, that's all for this episode. Thank you guys for watching and come back for episode next week. Bye.